The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Is it time for you to live healthier? If you are looking to eat better, exercise more effectively, and incorporate fitness and health into your daily activities and hobbies, this is the show for you. Welcome to Right Choices with Dietrich Wright. Dietrich has two decades of sports and fitness coaching experience, and he's here to tell you how it can be easy with less injury, time, money, and travel necessary. Now, here is your host, Dietrich Wright. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you always listen to me on the Pacific Coast and to the rest of you in the country. I like to say good afternoon. Today's exciting. It's the debut of my show, Right Choices. You know, for the past 20 plus years, I've been involved with exercise, fitness, and coaching. And so this is my opportunity to actually share with the national audience what it is I love and care about those industry. You know... I want the show to be about connecting with you guys, the listeners. On a personal level, I want to share today what exactly my passion comes from. I am a youngest son of three. You know, my father and mother are wonderful support systems I have always had in my life. When I was younger, my father is a minister, so I spent a great deal of time in the church, in the pews, having the great opportunity to sit there and listen to him preach. And today, I'm sure my dad's out there listening to me right now, get to speak to you all about the very things that I have a desire and passion like I shared with you about, which is exercise, fitness, and sports. So dad, you're listening. Thank you so much for showing me and guiding me of showing what it is that we should always want to give to you want, we want to give to those what we want to share in life and what's important. So I could share with you my biography of my personal history, but instead I want to tap into a, the other, another aspect of it. Let's, let's focus on what we're going to discuss today. Today we're going to talk about our, my personal philosophy and approach to teaching, exercise, fitness, and coaching. There's some things I want you to kind of be aware of. What are your limitations? What are your emotional and physical barriers that you may have when it comes to exercise and fitness? I got involved with fitness because I am a former athlete. I used to play football. And during the non-football season, or our off-season, I should say, I used to do track, or I used to do weightlifting. The beauty that I actually attached and found was when I got really into powerlifting. Powerlifting was an opportunity for me to really physically challenge myself, to lift 
heavy physical barriers that are in front of me. And at times when I lift these barriers, I was not successful at that first attempt or second attempt. That didn't stop me, however, mentally from realizing I still had an opportunity at that one more time, at that one more set to get that lift to be counted for. By physically achieving that load, lifting it off the ground, I found there was a connection between my physical ability and my mental ability. I think a lot of times when I meet and talk to my clients in first visit, those are the very things I want to ask them. Do they know what their physical limitations are? Those are just what they are. They're just limitations. It doesn't mean that you can't still achieve or do what it is you love to do. There are many factors that we find that we hear as trainers. People have as an excuse to say why I may not exercise. The number one factor I hear quite often is time. Now time is something we're going to break down in another segment in the show today. But I want to definitely lead off with that and think about that a little bit. Does that relate to you? Do you find that the most difficult part which you have in relation to you being consistent, creating a, a healthy habit and exercise, is it time? Another thing you may consider as a limitation is your age. I am 42 years old and I would say that, yeah, my season time of being able to play excuse me, athletically at a high optimal level has come and gone. But I still can be involved with those things that I enjoy, even as a 42-year-old male. So think about that. Are you going to allow age to be your limitation? It's important that we're all social beings. We love to do things as a community. So maybe socially, that could be a limitation. Maybe you don't have a support system. Maybe you feel that there's a lack of opportunity to connect with people when you exercise. Maybe you're bored. Maybe you have aches and pains that limit you. One of the excuses that I've heard one time, or I should say limitations, I don't want to use the word excuse, excuse me, is I'm overweight. And so I can recall a story once where I've met with an individual and he stated to me that I would like to start an exercise program once I've lost weight. Now, I sat there and listened to that and kind of processed my mindset and see where they're kind of coming from, internalizing. And that's a very interesting view that the person shared. But the point of exercising is to start from wherever you are at. So weight should not be the limitation that you allow yourself to focus on initially. And that will be something we can come back to later down the road. 
we have issues sometimes with our body image. Maybe we are uncomfortable with our body image, so we don't want to go and exercise in a gym. However, exercising or starting an exercise program, it may not be right choice for you to go to a gym. But doesn't mean you still can't exercise. And earlier I talked about time being the number one factor that I hear from individuals stating why they don't exercise. But I think something that's very important to tap into is motivation. Understanding what motivates you to simply move. And maybe the last excuse or limitation is giving we'll hear people say is they lack the discipline of having a structure. So I'm going to use myself as an example, like I talked about. I was a former athlete. It was important as an athlete to prepare my body for the vigorous rigor of that sport. Not everyone is an athlete. Not everyone has a desire to do athletics. Perhaps knowing what exactly what you want to do is where you want to start with. As a coach, when I work with my athletes, it's very important that I understand that each and every day we have a choice to be made. What mindset are we going to have for that particular play? What mindset are we going to have for that game? What mindset we're going to have to prepare us for a game by practicing. We develop these patterns. We develop these habits continuously. So, again, if it's not a sport, for you, what is your passion? Maybe you want to sit down, just go and a hike, be able to do a hike for more than just 10 minutes. Again, that, that didn't have anything to do with a commercial gym. Maybe you are someone who wants to be able to go to a, a social event and be able to dance with your significant other. Perhaps maybe doing dance classes is will be for you. Or maybe you have small children that just run around the house that you're having a difficult, hard time to keep up with. Well, the majority of my clients, that's where they come to me at. They want to be able to do their every normal daily activities and have the ability and the stamina to sustain it. How will you determine that you've been successful achieving that? If you set out, say, for instance, tomorrow, I want to walk for 10 minutes. Each and every time you achieve that goal, that is a success. Say you want to have ability to complete a push-up 
No one said that the push-up had to be where you were, don't have your hands and knees down. If your knees happen to be down on the ground and you achieve that push-up, that's still a success. So when you start looking at the approaches of, of your mindset, of what it is you're trying to achieve when it comes to exercise or fitness, Identify a task. Identify what it is that you can set as a small, measurable goal that you can start off so you can achieve. A great deal of time when I'm with my clients... It's important for me to emphasize to them that where you are now compared to where you first started has changed. That's progress. Progress is success. So acknowledge and understand the difference between creating the movement and doing the movement. And when you do, that is a point of success. So when we come back after this commercial break, we're going to dive more into motivation. And I want you to kind of think about that. What really truly motivates you? When we come back, we'll also get into the factors in the third segment there of time. So thank you for listening. This is Right Choices, part of the Health and Wellness Channel here on Voice America Radio Talk Network. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you find yourself caring for people in multiple generations? Are you exhausted, stressed, and overwhelmed? Instead of spending hours searching for resources and information, Dr. Merrill and her guests will provide you with practical, everyday information and solutions to help make your life easier. Tune into Caught Between Generations, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Right Choices with Dietrich Wright. We'd love for you to participate in today's program. Call in now to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dietrich at drightchoices.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back again. Thank you for tuning in to my debut of Right Choices. This is Dietrich Wright, your host for the show. During this segment, like I spoke to before our break, we're going to talk about motivation. And when we look at motivation, we want to set a purpose of understanding what is our goal when it comes to health, exercise, or fitness. And when we look at goals, is your goal going to be set on a future exercise activity? Maybe you want to do a 10K, a 5K, a half marathon. Or is it a, let's be real, is it for a physical need to be achieved? Maybe perhaps you got an important vacation coming up, a reunion of some sort. Those are factors of which realistically we all will have. The understanding of creating the movement with our motivation It's going to create the reaction. It's going to tie in our physical with our mental. We'll be able to feed our soul with our emotional desire to achieve this goal. So whether it's either one of those two means as your goal, set realistic, measurable targets. I think so many times we put so much pressure on ourselves to have unrealistic goals of saying this, a point of, let's see, I would like to lose X amount of weight by six weeks. What if I was to tell you that weight loss is a result of a movement, a reaction that you've created? Now, again, it's important to tie in the fact that we're talking about would you be less successful in achieving that target if you did not hit that marker of your weight loss? Or would you give yourself credit that within a six-week period, you were consistent and constantly achieved working out as you set out to do? We put pressures on ourselves when we focus solely on weight. And so often, societally wise, weight is constantly fed into our heads. On social media, we're constantly taking selfies, getting a response one way or another. You do look beautiful. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Did you look beautiful? That amount of time you spent taking that selfie, perhaps you could have been doing an activity or two that you really would enjoy, which would give you a physical reaction to attaining your goal.
in sports, we will have a marker always. As a coach, you know, we set out to have our athletes conditioned for off-season, our preseason, our in-season, and then again, once again, it starts all over again. With my clients, I constantly encourage them to have a goal. To let me know as a trainer, working with them, what do you have as the next goal for you? Now, I am the tool as their trainer that holds them accountable to achieving that goal. During that goal that I'm holding them accountable to, rarely do I emphasize how much weight you have lost. Instead, I am focusing on the actual work they have put in. So, I'll give you an example. I have HP and CC. They're two sisters. They're a great joy to work with. They both have a similar mindset. When they started with them, I'm going to say, we're going to do a pull-up. Their reaction was always, I can't do a pull-up. Well, it kind of goes back to what I said before the break. If you're doing a push-up on your hands and knees, you're still doing a push-up. Why do we have this mindset of thinking what a push-up pulse would look like? We got to start from some point. So why do I, with HP and CC, have this mindset of thinking only to how I am achieving a successful pull-up as if it looks like I'm going out for boot camp? which is not true. I can modify the activity to tailor to what their need is, where they're currently at. And I progress them as they go. And as they go, I give them a little bit less assistance, a little bit less assistance, a little bit less assistance. And before you know it, they're that much closer to doing a pull-up on their own. But what I'm doing is Establishing a pattern for them, a habit, teaching them how to move in that pull-up. It's an activity that which they normally might not do on their own, but when they look back at it, they can say, wow, I did do that. So if you know what your goal is, meaning if it's for an an exercise activity, like I said, you have a special event coming up you want to look and feel good for. Set out, establish realistic markers for when you want to achieve it by. Now, your physical activity that you choose does not mean it has to be a pull-up or a push-up. In fact, it doesn't have to do anything in regards to additional weights whatsoever. One of the most beneficial exercises that we can do continuously on a given day, and we constantly do it all day long, is sit and stand, sit and stand, sit and stand. Sitting and standing doesn't require you any additional other loads in your hand or on your body. That right there is called a squat. So we squat up and down all the time. 
maybe during that squatting up and down all day long, maybe you have difficulty doing that because you have a pain. It hurts. Maybe it's your hip, your lower back, your knee. Well, when that occurs, as a trainer, when I see that, I should say, I try to find within that range of motion of them standing to sitting where they don't have pain. So see, if you are finding your lack of motivation to exercising because you have aches and pain is limiting you from doing it, it doesn't mean you can't still do it. It's a matter of understanding where along that range of motion that you're trying to achieve that movement does your pain occur. So once you identify, and when I can identify that with my clients, I can sit and tell them, stop at this point to this point. Don't go beyond it. Now, within that range, let's just work it. Again, are they not squatting? They are. It's not, again, what we visually see in our hands when we're talking about a perfect-looking squat. But for that individual, that is their perfect squat where they're currently at at that moment in time. So I keep them there. Before you know it, that range of motion has increased. It's increased greater and greater and greater to where they are now working that pattern in their squat fully up and down without any aches or pain. Who cares if there's no weight in their hands? It's more designed in regards to how can we move, if this is a, our goal, is to move and to do exercise without pain. That right there is a great goal to have. And by the way, by doing that movement without the pain, you're creating reaction. You're exercising. You're lifting a load. That load is your body weight. That movement is creating a reaction of burning calories, which equates to maybe still tying that into maybe a future exercise activity or even a physical appearance as if that may be one of your goals. The point is we need to move. If we allow our limitations we have mentally because of our physical limitations as well, we get sedentary, which leads to a huge problem we have in our country. We forgot how to just move. We were meant to move to gather our food. We were meant to move to defend ourselves. We were meant to move as a means of, simply put, survival. I think we've lost sight of that. And I think some of that has to do with the pressures that we have on ourselves because we don't focus on what's probably more important than anything else is to move freely without pain. And that's very important. 
We're going to take another break right now. When we come back, we're going to focus in on time. Time should definitely not be a limiting factor into why we do not move. Thanks for listening to Right Choices on Health and Wellness Channel on Voice America Internet Radio Talk Network. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What does health look like in an ailing world? How do we tend what needs our care? Join Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio hosts each week as we explore pathways to health for self, society, and the planet. We are home to a range of voices as there is no single roadmap for meeting the challenges of our times. Tune in Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern Time to expand your perspective, deepen your attention, and cultivate practices that support personal, communal, and global health on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Right Choices with Dietrich Wright. We'd love for you to participate in today's program. Call in now to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dietrich at drightchoices.com. Now, back to the show. Again, thank you for tuning in to Right Choices. My name is Dietrich Wright, the host of the show. And during this segment, we're going to talk about time. You know, too often, our day gets pretty hectic. Uh, No different from any of you, even as trainers. Between clients, sometimes, is the only opportunity we get to be able to train and exercise and work on ourselves. And sometimes, it can be so packed in our schedule that maybe that may not be able to happen that given day. But so I have the luxury of being able to look at my calendar, my planner, and notice when those days are going to be as such. If I look on back-to-back solid, maybe five hours straight, 
I can be honest and say, hey, I may be mentally exhausted. That exercise is not even part of my mind. I know differently than you. Just want to be able to eat, relax, sit on a computer, and not have to think about anything. Then when I check in mentally in myself, but no, that's not going to be a good enough option. I realize when I notice those days coming up, I have to create a space somewhere along there that's going to allow me the opportunity to take care of myself both physically and mentally. Now, I know what it's like having kids. Uh, my kids, you know, maybe not as young as yours, as I have a 19-year-old and a 23-year-old. But I've been there. So I can get it with the kids' activities. You get limited of how much space you have in your day that you feel that you can actually take time to exercise. Perhaps maybe you feel that if you're doing that, somehow, somewhere you're cheating your ability to be present for perhaps your kids or something or someone else. But if you let's say, for instance, you do have small children, again, like I said in the other segment, that could be a great motivation for you to exercise. So if that's the case, creating a small window of your time in a day would perhaps not be asking too much of you to do. Now, if you are someone who has completely have not partaken in any activity in quite a long time, start off with a very small, measurable amount of time. Give yourself 10 minutes. You can do a whole lot of good to yourself physically and mentally in a 10-minute window. You can try to see how far you can walk. Simply, again, start off with just walking. How far you can walk in 10 minutes. There's too many devices out there that are accessible to us that we can't use as a means of not doing because we say we don't have time. In 10 minutes, you can see how many steps you made. There's an app for that. In 10 minutes, you can see how much distance you have covered. There's an app for that. In 10 minutes, you can find out how much energy you have spent, i.e. calories you have burned. There's an app for that. So just starting off with that, simply walking, that may be a good goal for you to start out with. So I gave an example of 10 minutes, but what if you really took an account of your day and say, wow, gosh, if I'm really being honest with myself, 10 minutes is not really that much. I can probably even give myself 20, perhaps 30. The point being is, I think we have this, again, this viewpoint unrealistic view of thinking when it comes to exercise it has to be for an hour 
hour and a half, two hours. Now, why is that? I always find it funny when I hear individuals come to me and they say, yeah, I was at the gym for two and a half hours. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I worked out for two and a half hours. Hold on. That is not true. An individual going to the gym is not constantly moving and working for two and a half hours. They might do a rep, a few, put the weight down, flex in the mirror, pick the weight back up, do a few more reps, again, stop, post, flex, take a selfie. But I assure you they're not doing it for two and a half hours nonstop, continuously. So realistically, when I train clients, there's a time allotment which they can sit and work with me, whether they're working with me one-on-one, with a partner, on a small group. There's windows they can do it with. There's 30 minutes, there's 45 minutes, and there's 60 minutes. Now, someone, you might be thinking, 30 minutes, really? You train someone for 30 minutes. Within a 30-minute window, a whole lot of movement can take place. A whole lot of movement. Addressing your goals in combination with what I see as a trainer as what you need. And that's where in time you got to look at it. what is it that you also need do you need to be somewhere at a certain time in a given day and you notice that like it is here in California for us when we associate traveling we put it in time even though it just maybe 12 miles you know what? That's an hour and a half. That's just what it is. Hour and a half and 12 miles. It's no different than you look and break down your schedule in your day. If you look at it and you see there is a 15 minute window here in this day. Do whatever it is you enjoy and love and like for 15 minutes. If you see another day that you had 45 minutes, good. Use that to your advantage. Go ahead and do an activity move for 45 minutes. In the end, that's going to count towards by the end of the week. I at least made an effort to work out some way, somehow, as much as I could. Maybe it was every day I did something. And doing that right there, creating that daily habit, becomes just that. It becomes a habit. Such to the point that when you don't do it, you sit there and look at yourself and you're like, man, I feel guilty. I didn't do it today. Oh, nope. Let me get up and start moving. Um. 2,000 steps shy of 10,000 steps today. Let me just get up and move. You can get up and move and walk the dog. You can get up, move, grab your husband, your wife, your significant other. 
You even grab your kids. Say, hey, we, you know what? Let's go outside. We're going to walk. These things are important. You're developing an understanding that it doesn't require that much of you when you're really being honest with yourself. So take the pressure off of yourself. Don't, don't feel guilty just because I did 10 minutes today. Good. You did 10 minutes. 10 minutes of movement is better than eight hours in a given day of sitting at your work desk, sitting behind that wheel of the, your car, driving an hour and a half for just 12 miles. Sometimes even my clients, when I talk to them and they tell me, gosh, you know what? I notice my back is being tight. Give you an example. My back's getting tight. Well, explain to me. What, what, what are you doing? Were you doing a lot of driving? Yeah, you know what? You know, we had to drive to go out of town, you know, then we were at an event, doing a lot of sitting. One of the things I suggest to them at that time is like, hey, you know what? When those things happen and you start noticing that, just get up, stand, stretch, walk around. Again, this is movement. We just got to be aware what it is we are doing and what it is we're not doing. That awareness right there is going to give you the clarity and understand that you actually have the ability to empower yourself to decide to choose what it is you want to do. And not every day you're going to sit there and find yourself with the same amount of motivation, same amount of energy. Again, that's okay. Be gracious to yourself and say, you know what? That was my best for today. So my best for today is to just stretch. You know what? That was the right choice for you today. You determine what is the right choice for you. Not even as a trainer do I system determine what's the right choice for my clients. What I will do is make sure they're not going to do anything that's going to lead to aches or pains. But you got to choose what is the right choice you're going to do in that given day, at that given time, that you're going to sit and dedicate or start focusing on from today on, at minimum, what you allow yourself to do. So, again, just think about that. Time should not be a limiting factor determining how often or how much you move. There's so many apps out there that we can have to our disposal. Take advantage of it. We're going to take another break. We come back. We're going to talk about how to determine your activities. Thanks again for listening to Right Choices on Voice America Internet Talk Radio. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives. But most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. are listening to Right Choices with Dietrich Wright. We'd love for you to participate in today's program. Call in now to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dietrich at drightchoices.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, once again, thank you for listening to Right Choices. You know, um... As I spoke to you, this is the debut of our show today, and again, I talked about before the break, determining your, your activity. So for me, determining to do a talk show was a great opportunity for me to share, like I spoke to you in the beginning, about my passions and what I see in regards to exercise, health, and fitness. I never sought out to be a radio talk show. I never thought I would have this opportunity even. But you know, sometimes in life, you're given this opportunity. And so when it came to me, it came to me at a time that, you know, personally, I was doing a lot of personal growth. And so a good way to help me make the better choice or make the right choice was actually delving into this opportunity professionally, how I can elevate myself professionally as a trainer. I consider teaching as a means of doing that. But actually, this is kind of like my classroom right now. So for me, I'm actually feeling like I am actually doing that. I am teaching now how I see exercise, how I see fitness. And there will be some episodes we're going to discuss and talk about the importance and the impact as a coach I know that I have on my youth athletes. 
So for me, understanding who I am was a matter of realizing I am a trainer. I am someone who loves the exercise. I'm a former athlete. And I love to coach. All those things through that, I'm teaching something. So that's understanding my activity, where my passion lies. It's teaching people how to move. Maybe perhaps your activity is not on the same level as mine as far as teaching. But maybe perhaps you have a huge passion to dance. Maybe you have a huge passion to swim. Maybe your passion as far as an activity is to play a pickup game of any sort. That's where you want to gain awareness of. You know, find that inner child within you. When we're kids, we really overanalyze and think, um, I want to play this game, I want to play that game. We just play the game. Four squares, wall ball, tether ball, red rover, red rover. But as we got older and our days get more complex and our life get more complex, we lose sight of that inner child within us. So what is it that you really enjoy? Think about that. What do you really enjoy? Understanding that right there could create you in the motivation to move. Understanding that right there can create the space that you will find to allot yourself to create the movement. We talk about it. maybe perhaps you know that working with the trainers maybe not for you. That's that's perfectly all right. Working with trainers is not meant for everybody. However, if you want to go to a gym setting and you want to exercise, but you didn't quite understand how they do these things on your own, there's group exercise classes that you can take. And try them. At least allow yourself the ability to say, you know what, that's not for me. That one's not for me. That one's not for me. Let's be real. Spin class is not for everyone. Soul cycle is not for everyone. CrossFit may not be the right choice for everyone. Orange theory may not be the right choice for everyone. But let's say, for instance, you love the dance. There are group exercise classes for that. Zumba. Say, for instance, you're someone who likes to swim. There's opportunities you have all around to be able to swim. Whatever you can recall and think back to when you were a child, what was it that you really enjoyed? And when you do that, and when you tap into that, and you become aware of that, 
the physiological benefits of that movement would be paramount. Even more so probably the emotional benefit you gain from doing what it is you've once loved and enjoyed would be even that much more bigger. Regardless if what you're trying to set out for is small or large, only positive things can occur from it is you are now are creating the environment of which you chose to do. Don't let what you see from others be what you decide to do. Don't let what you read about be the new trend in what it is you do. I am the trainer I am because I've had the opportunity to see a bunch of different trends come in and out of the fitness industry. I've had my share of trying and experimenting with them. Those weren't the right choices for me when I teach and train my clients. When I train and teach my clients, I am giving them tried and true, proven, fundamental exercises that have been there since the beginning of time. Exercises that doesn't require any external weights. Exercises that can be done that doesn't require a whole lot of time to do. Exercises that doesn't even require you at times to travel away from your home. When they're not with me, I am empowering them the ability to understand how they need to move so therefore, when they're not with me, they can move and move freely without aches and pains. Without fear of injuring themselves. With the knowledge of understanding, knowing they've achieved these things. And now they can sit and do these things on their own. It started off, though, with them setting measurable targets, consistently developing healthy habits. This becomes your guide to your journey of how you create your healthy living habits. Have the clarity, awareness, what it is you enjoy. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. It's been my pleasure, enjoyment. Thank you for listening to Right Choices. Again, my name is Dietrich Wright. Look forward to speaking to you guys all next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for tuning in to Right Choices. Be sure to join Dietrich Wright again next Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you here next week. Thank you.